Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. We have all at one point experienced the orgasmic feeling of a killer new idea. Like, oh my God, it's landed. This is it. This is like pretty much the best thought I've ever had in my life. Let's go. And then you start, you know, texting all your friends or anyone who remotely understands what it is that you do or well, might actually do. the first thing I do is go and buy the domain. Check that the domain's available. That's the first step. Check the men's available before you get ahead of yourself because we never want to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so we buy the domain, add it to the list of... 83 domain names that we already own. No exaggeration, that's how many I owned, 83 domains. <laughs> and then, because you're crazy, um, but you are an entrepreneur. And, uh, an artist, And actually. then we're like... You know, recording little videos so we never forget this moment. We are, we're, we're just sharing it with anyone who would care. You know, we probably even try to tell our parents, maybe. And <laughs> no. it just drops like a lead balloon, but it doesn't even stop us because how could they understand something this amazing? You know, we're, we're it's on. Just, we're, it's just actually highlighting to me the different process that we both have. <laughs> Because I just want to tell the world and you just. No, I, I usually find this is, okay, so this is my process. I'm generally walking on the beach when all the good ideas come or I'm in the shower. So the first thing I do is just go, oh, fuck. Okay, quick, get my phone, get on wherever I'm buying to my domains at that point in time, check the domain name first. <laughs> if the domain name's available, then I'll generally ring you or pretty much just you. <laughs> and, and then I might. Um, I'll reinforce that you're a fucking genius yeah. and you'll just be riding the high. And then, but sometimes, or, or, or I will share it. Like I would in, in the past, I would have shared it in what a group or something that's like a safer kind of space. Um, and somebody would have asked me a question about that. And then I go into a tailspin of self-doubt. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Or someone says, oh, kind of like, and then insert wow. random business name. And then my soul is crushed and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, not that one. And then I've just spent $15 or actually like <laughs> 30 because then I also buy the .com.au and the <laughs> – you know, <laughs> on an idea that has, has pretty much gone from idea to flat, dead in the water. No, idea, world domination, flat in the water. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't guessed on today's podcast episode, we're talking about what happens when you get that big idea, when something really lands and you're like – you know, for me, I can't sit still. I can't concentrate on anything to do with what I actually have to do. I am taken away. I am taken away on this boat ride of deliciousness where I can see it all 
And this happened to me, was it last week? Yeah. The probably. week before. Something that I've been working on for a long time. And suddenly I, had, I shared something in a Facebook post and I used this particular phrase. And I was like, that's a cute phrase. And I was being interviewed on a podcast episode later that day maybe the next day, and I used that, that. And this woman who was interviewing me goes, what? What did you just say? Hold the phone. <laughs> I don't think she said buy the domain. I think she said trademark that. <laughs> that is your book. And I'm like, oh, is it? And then I'm like, oh, shit. I got off the podcast episode and I'm like, oh, my gosh, um, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. This is everything I want to do. So, of course, I went to find the domain. Uh, no, first I told I told you and then and then there was just like this, word, you know, is that the right word or is it this word? Oh, it's definitely that word. Okay, that word is still available too. Ouch, it's $2,300 for the domain name. <laughs> hang on, hang on a minute. Let's just, let's just hold off because, yes, I need the domain name, but maybe I should just give this a few days. So I give, but this is before... No, this is after I have recorded probably about a five-minute video of me telling everyone in my mastermind this amazing idea, like, you guys, this is the bumper sticker, this is the T-shirt, this is the thing. And they're like, this is the thing, Lisa, oh, my God, this is so amazing. And I'm like, oh, just loving life, thinking, wow, I just, yep, this is it, this is all I want to do. And then, and then, then I sit with the words and I'm like, not too sure that is what I'm really trying to say. <laughs> Do it, does it sound like really pansy? What am I doing? Pivoting my business like completely. I don't think that's a, a wise business idea. Come on, Lisa, you're just now at the point where you can really start to scale this thing. Why would you be doing this to yourself? Just go back to what you've already done and just work from that place. That's a dumb name anyway. $2,300 for a domain. Who would pay that? Blah, 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 talking it down, talking it down, talking it down. And it's just so bizarre. <laughs> like you can even hear my voice. Like, just like, oh, maybe Flat. that wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, someone else has already thought of it. There is a podcast name that is the same name. Ah, it's been done. Oh, well, next, okay. next idea. Next idea. But then do, at what point do you go, that wasn't the idea? Or I still think that is, and maybe I'm just experiencing a little bit of resistance because it's really what I want. That is the million-dollar question, isn't it? Because I can tell you every idea that I've had, although I find these days my ideas are less and less frequent. Like it used to happen on almost a daily basis. I would have an idea and then I'd be like, buy the domain, map it all out so that it was like all mapped out within, you know, it's like this module and this module and this module. That was when I was looking for the e-course solution to my problems. <laughs> <laughs> Go on and, to those days. <laughs> and then, you know, and I just had all those, you know, those big sheets of um, A, paper? yeah, the, no, the big sheets of the coloured A3 paper or whatever oh. it is that I bring to the retreats with the texters. And they would always be half a dozen on my kitchen bench with 
every idea mapped out. So, you know, membership ideas, ideas for, you know, it's been TV shows, it's been masterminds, it's been a co-working space, it's been radcasters, it's been like seven days to awesome. Like there's been so many different ideas that I have mapped out and some I have taken action with and then others mm. not even got past the the domain stage. And these days they're the ideas are less and less frequent. Mm. Maybe because I'm less and less attached to finding a thing, like one one thing that ties everything up in a neat bow. Mm. I think, um, hmm, I don't know. It's definitely less than it used to be now. But before, what would make the what would what would stay on the pile that actually got made into something would be if I could see it had legs outside of my brain in the light of day. Like, so if I'd sat with it for a few days mm. Mm. and still felt excited because there's this thing that happens, right? Like, so you have the big idea and then you have the big vision and it's a really big vision. And then you're like, oh my God, if I commit to this, I have to actually make that happen. And that is completely overwhelming because it feels so far removed from where I am standing right now. Mm. And how, you know, so most people get to that idea, that point, and then they're like, oh, and then they convince themselves that that's not the right idea. But I think the right idea is the one that you keep coming back to. Mm. So for me, the right ideas have been, uh, in, and not even in terms of like business stuff, but, but ideas I've had and then they've turned into the right thing has definitely been podcasting for me. Mm. It's definitely been retreats because that was one that I toyed with for a decade. Oh, Same with a podcast. Yeah. I toyed with that baby for a decade before I put it out there. It's like my incubation period is a decade or something. And then I've just started doing coaching and it's like, hello, you were talking about coaching, you know, in 2006. So why hasn't it taken you this long? So those recurring ideas, I feel like often they're the ones that have the staying power because they just don't go away. But so often we're looking for like the quick, the quick, um, the quick vehicle, the one that's going to mm. be the Oprah thing. It's funny because I was just about to say, you know, the only thing that I, the only one that has, like, I feel like I've just had a lot of random stuff. Like, remember I was messaging you from the airport in New York going, I've got this idea for this program. And by the time I got to LA, I sent you the module breakdown. Mm. And then by the time I got home, I think I'd sort of You'd had the sales I was page. settling on a name. Yeah, I had the sales page written out and it was small steps back to you. And uh and then and then I think two and a half months later I launched that baby. And uh and that was that was the biggest revenue launch I've ever had. It just came from somewhere, I acted on it. My business was not at all about that kind of thing at that stage. It was just pure food. And I've done things like that before, like small steps to fermenting, where I'll just be like, bang, I just think that something needs to be created. I think it would just be really cool. And so I just made it happen. And then it just, uh, you know, I never really sell it. 
like it just sort of sits there as a nice bonus for things. But we got that professionally shot and it was really fun times. And I feel like I've had lots, I, I can activate an easy idea. Mm. Like, and easy for me now is I know exactly how to build an audience to, you know, create an experience for them that absolutely delivers something of value to them and they can then see the value in whatever I'm offering. Like I've got the online business shit down. But the thing that has eluded me has been, you know, the TV show, the consistent, mm. awesome, the, the idea thing that, that won't I've go always, away. That's the thing that won't go away and the thing that I have struggled to find like a framework for and that's what came to mm. me. And it and it brought everything in together. Yeah, but then I just thought, oh, I don't know if I want to lock myself down into being another name of something. Like, what if I want to change it again? Because that's what I fucking do. And I second guess. Mm. And but you know, that was an exciting moment when I landed that idea. And and then I just second guess. So the reason why we're doing this episode is because we want you to know that if you experience this phenomenon that you're normal <laughs> and that it's important to work out, um, you know, the ideas that are just are great ideas. And I think this is something that I've learned from you, Carly, is is it is if I invest my time, because my time is my most precious resource, it's the only thing I don't get back, is it taking me towards my bigger vision, my mm. highest vision? You know, you, you, you're getting really good at saying no to things and you're not entertaining ideas because you've gotten clear on where you're going. And I think for me, I've struggled with that a little bit as I've just kind of been dabbling. It feels like my business has been like a playground for something that like, yeah. For purpose and meaning? But I feel absolute purpose around my business. I feel the people who've just come into back to you, we had a we had a, a launch um, and uh, it was probably my most interesting launch to date for a number of reasons. And, uh, like, I am just pumped. I just pretty much, if I could spend every single hour of the day in there with those women, awesome. I love that program. I love what it offers people. It makes me feel fucking great that I've put together something that really helps people. Same with the membership. Same with Small Steps to Whole Foods. I found purpose in other people's transformations. That to me is, was a real gift in my life. What the thing is now is I feel like there's there's something going on with me and where I'm at in my business and, and how I serve. I feel like it's sort of changing and I, and I, and I don't know if, I don't even know if the word small steps is what, is the, is the vehicle anymore? I don't know. And so I thought, yeah, so I'm just sort of letting it evolve. I feel like it's been a playground for my personal growth. It's been my own journey and I've just been able to help people along the way. I hope I have. But really, I don't know. I don't know what it's been preparing me for, but I feel like that's kind of getting closer to being realised. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing, it's just an ongoing thing, this whole. I know. You know, this is when when you said um, before about, I can't even remember what you were saying, but. Um, Stop me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I thought you were going to say something that I have said to you many times before, and that is just because you can 
doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. <laughs> oh God, I say this to people all the time. Myself. It's like, you, like you know, comes out my mouth. <laughs> it's like we can do all the things, but and you know, for me, it has been a very long time of figuring out what the big vision is, and it's more about how I want to feel, not necessarily what I want. Um, you know, like I don't, I don't set goals like. I want to sell a million copies of my book and stuff like that because I find I get to those, not like that I've ever sold a million copies of my book, but I find <laughs> that I because it's still, in, it's, still it's still fucking sitting there. Uh, good news. I have found an editor who's going to start working on it Yay. in July. So I've got to pull my Brilliant. finger out. Um, but uh, can't even remember what I was saying because the book thing through. Oh yeah. So I have, I've never, you know, I've never sold a million copies of a book, but I have reached destinations before, and then when I get to the destination, I'm like, oh, yeah, still me, good times. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, so I'm now, so now it's them. like my, my whole journey has been like, you know, not turning it from trying to find the thing. Like for me it was like I was trying to find the business that would make me whole, and now mm. it's like, okay, I've done that and it didn't make me whole and I've tried so many different things and none of them made me feel whole. Maybe maybe I just look at the relationship that I have with myself, you know. Mm. Do I actually, like, because if I get to this point where I sell a million copies of my book, I'm still going to be Carly Nimmo, like not the Carly Nimmo that people have in their head but the Carly Nimmo that lives in between my ears and drives me fucking insane most of the time. So then, you know, it's like, I, how do I, how do I want to feel? I want to feel like a level of acceptance towards myself. I want to feel like I'm doing work with meaning and that I'm impacting people's lives. And I want to feel like I'm expressing myself creatively. And that's the meaning of life for me right now. But isn't that like, you know, after some high profile suicides recently, mm. Doesn't it just show you that, mm, you absolutely. know, the job, the the money, the dream life that some people would say those people were living, n- none In of fact, it. Like they it would all- probably have said at some point, I'm living the dream life. But it's What's nothing with when you live with a fucking asshole in between your ears. Right. So it's an, it's an internal game. This whole thing, life is an internal game. And we are way off topic from like no, I know, <laughs> like the idea thing. But no, but it is still for me. Giving- like this, this is the whole thing for me right now. It's like, like I don't give two fucks about any of that stuff anymore. In fact, sometimes I even question if I'm that interested in business anymore. You know, I had this realization recently that I'm an artist and maybe not even an entrepreneur. So what what does that even say about me who's lived in a box of being an entrepreneur all my life and now I'm like, hmm, I don't know if that's actually, I don't know if that's the box I thought I should have been in or, you know. And so right now I have acute awareness that I'm not here for very long and and if and I get to choose what I put my attention to and that nothing external is going to give me satisfaction if I don't have some level of satisfaction within. 
So it is 100% an internal game right now, which means that I'm not choosing the ideas to run with. Instead, I'm, you know, I'm just constantly realigning myself. So it, it, it does seem like it's like gone way, way off topic, but really it is still on topic because because it is about the, it's still about the choices that we make. How do we pick the idea? We pick the idea that, that brings us the most fulfillment, that can serve the needs of the people that we want to serve. And with the understanding that it isn't going to be the thing that saves us from ourselves, because nothing can save us from ourselves. Yeah. It's so funny because I've never really felt that way about my business what way that it's it's saving me or it's my my sole purpose in my life or that it was going to fix something with me i saw my business as a vehicle to get me you know back to melbourne that was the original idea it was like how could i earn some coins so i didn't have to go back to work when the kids were little and I could have flexibility around our rout- our family routine and that also like we wouldn't have to be a family who has to go where the work is. I didn't want to do that anymore. And so um, that was it for me. Like it didn't have, that was just it. And in a lot of ways, it's, I still feel a bit, I still, you know what it's sort of become for me is I've realized everything is like it becomes a job and it becomes work when you don't feel excited about it. And I want to feel, I want to feel excited. Like it doesn't feel like work to get the kids down to bed and ping you at 8.30 and go, yep, I'm ready. Let's record. Like this just feels like we're catching up. I'm like, "Mm, I'm really glad about having this conversation. I'm really glad I'm hearing this about you. Um, because I just genuinely like chatting to you and I've made that my business. Like that's what sort of lights me up. Like how happy can I be doing a do? How, yeah. So what are you chasing? Well, at the moment, um, as the business has become um, our family's source of revenue or income, I'm definitely trying to create a model or create a business that feels consistent and um, and I'm learning new things like this is kind of my season of, you know, I've got a lot of people who I'm paying to help me run the business and so focusing a bit of attention on that, how to be a, a manager and like those sorts of things. It's just like a new evolution. I feel like I've got to go through this stage where that is kind of a focus and attention for me. And um and creating that that consistent revenue so our family can relax and we can just feel like everything's taken care of and everything's okay. So it's sort of the season of scale as well. I've done so much testing. I've done so much um, live launching. So, you know, moving some things into evergreen and all that kind of stuff. I'm chasing, you know, well, what I all I want to do is just the things that feel most enjoyable to me. Like I just like interviewing people. I like being on camera. I like, you know, even just the implementation sessions that we do in Back to You where Nick and I usually sit on this couch and just chat to people and play some music. Like that's what I like. 
So how can I create like the most enjoyable job in the world for me? On my t- like what that looks like for me. And it's taken me a long time to work out that just because I can do certain things, it doesn't mean that I necessarily should. And I've had to gain confidence in breaking the mold of expectations around online marketing and all that sort of stuff. And I'm still sort of very much in that, you know, stage of like, I mean, I, I, I like experimenting with that kind of thing. But then I'm asking myself, do I? Am I just doing it because I'm good at it? You know? Yeah. Whoa, this has gotten like, gotten, where the <laughs> fuck is this going? Like, should we just bare our souls? I don't know. Do you want to talk about what colour undies we're wearing? Because, like, maybe we should just play some music and start smoking weed and just, like, what the hell? We need to take this offline. But this is an actual podcast. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm starting to like sort of <laughs> think about like what are you actually doing? Where is Carly taking you? She's just staring at you through Skype and those those like, eyes. That's what the girls in the mastermind today were like. Yes, Carly, I can feel I can feel your eyes on me. It was so funny uh, in the Zoom meeting, and they're like, Carly, you don't even have to say it. I can see your eyes. You're talking to me with your eyes. Uh, intense I'm intense sometimes just sometimes anyway so should we try to wrap wrap this up in a neat little bow what the hell just happened (laughs) if you're still listening um which look let's face it you probably dropped off somewhere around I don't know the The two minute mark mark. (laughs) when we were actually maybe talking about what we were talking about yeah I, I guess if if there's a general theme for this podcast episode, it's that um, you can get some big ideas and some of them come to fruition. Sometimes what happens is those big ideas are your big idea for a season anyway. Mm. Um, so just like run with it, roll with whatever feels good, makes and, you feel happy. And I think, I think uh, you know, that idea of um, – you, you, there's no shortage of ideas. So if you say no to one because, you know, it's not aligning you right now, it doesn't mean that you're saying no to it indefinitely. But, like, sometimes sometimes you have the idea and in the light of day you're like, what the fuck was I thinking, really? Oh, my God, mm. was I seriously mm. going to whatever, uh, insert 10 million different crazy ideas. Was I really ever, was I really ever going to start a membership site called, um, blessing, blessing of magical (laughs) unicorns? You weren't. I I had the domain name. It was, um, blessing of, blessing of something magical unicorns. (laughs) The actual Rainbow, you wow. know, anyway, you know, so some, some, some ideas need some, uh, like a, like, like a yeast or something. <laughs> they need oh, a little sorry. time it to. Just needs a sieve. Yeah. Like the bullshit ones 
fall through the sieve <laughs> yeah. and the other ones, kind of the chunky ones. Yeah, and the chunky there. ones, but then, then the you just thing- look at where where do you actually want to go? Is this aligning with your big vision or is it serving a shorter term purpose? Because that's okay too, right? Like if, you, right? if you're in a position where you're like, shit, I need some cash coming in. I've got this huge big vision, but right now my main issue is that I need to pay rent. Okay, so a short-term idea is totally fine as well. We don't have to always just be going after the big vision. We can be create, we can be saying yes to smaller projects that serve us in that moment. Or a bridge job. Like remember Kylie Patchett and just like, right, like my big vision is actually all these things, freedom, flexibility, blah, 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 not getting it from my own business. So time for a complete think outside the box moment. And I love that too. But the other thing that I did want to say is that the resistance and fear shows up all the time, pretty much for every idea. The best ideas, probably the biggest, most scary, most Which fulfilling. Which is why they sometimes take 10, 12 years to actually do, you know. And they will haunt you. Yeah until you actually do them. But um, trust that sometimes you do need, like, just take a step towards it and see what it feels like because you'll get the rush or you'll go running for the caves, sometimes both in the same instant. <laughs> but um, but sometimes we do need to push through a little bit and just allow it, like, recognise when the resistance is showing up and just see it as that and, like, okay, you're trying to stay small, Okay, yep, we get that. Survival is good, but I'm going to go out on a hairy limb here and let's just see what happens. Yeah, I think um, there was, I did a podcast episode, it would have been years ago now, maybe two and a half years ago. And the question was, Oh like, my what, God, years. I know, years. It's years in, in this space. Um, totally. It was, the question was, like, what would you do if you were brave? So it's like when you have that idea, like, if you were brave, would you do it? Same question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Mm. If you knew that failure was not going to happen, what would you choose to do? (sighs) Big stuff. Anyway, there you go. There you go. We're both nut jobs. (laughs) (laughs) We cracked our own nuts. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh. Good times. Good times. I hope that was as good for you as it was for us. We're a little bit <laughs> weirded out by ourselves. But anyway. I'm going to go smoke a joint. Group. No, just kidding. Tell us. Smoke drugs. Tell us. No. Drugs. Yeah, okay. Um, come into the Facebook group, the Keeping Good Company Facebook group. If you if you ask to join, just answer the questions. Answer My name the is Dr. Question. That's Ali. There's a lot of people who want to join who just ha- haven't answered the damn questions. We would really love to have you in there and you can tell us anything, <laughs> if there was anything you took away from this episode. Hopefully it doesn't make it to the cutting room floor. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, it has to go out there. I mean. Surely help someone about yeah. some. Well, you know what? It will because there are people like me who – um, you know, who have been chasing a sense of purpose and putting all of their eggs in that basket. And there'll be people like you. I don't quite know <laughs> what, what that is right now, but like. This I, I didn't even answer the question. I, I don't know why. I don't even think about it. That's the thing. It's just not in my realm of thought yet. 
Anyway, let's not let Lisa go down a path. We'll, Good yes. night, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Second round. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.